This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The Gabby Petito Homicide Investigation. Mystery of the camping trip. Her fiancé went on with his parents while Gabby was missing. Is that really him? Then... The customer isn't always right. Why restaurants are saying they've had enough with obnoxious patrons. And the Starbucks barista at her breaking point. I can't do it anymore. I can't take it. And Gator in the garbage can. Plus, shocking new revelations from the new book about the Trumps. Melania and the hunky servicemen. Was she trying to make the president jealous? Then... Britney's big day. And will her father face a federal investigation for allegedly bugging her bedroom? He could be charged with a crime and Monica Lewinsky back in the headlines with the TV series about the Clinton impeachment. This woman says Monica had an affair with her husband. He was Monica's high school teacher. Monica Lewinsky wasn't just having an affair with your husband, but was having an affair with the president of the United States. Plus... The new pandemic-delayed James Bond movie, here at last. And the reviews are in. And primetime prices right. Inside Edition, come on down! Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It's the latest development in the Gabby Petito case that's prompting questions. How could Brian Laundrie's parents go camping with their son after he came home without his fiance, and just days before Gabby's family reported her missing? Here's Stephen Fabian. Mystery surrounds Brian Laundrie's Labor Day trip with his parents to this popular campsite off the Florida coast. This photo was taken on September 6th. Four friends are posing for a vacation photo. Look behind them. Could that be Gabby Petito's missing fiance? The man who looks like Brian Laundrie is walking alone in the distance. The photos were taken at Fort DeSoto Campground, about 75 miles from Laundrie's home in Northport. Police were searching the campground's five islands today. Inside Edition has confirmed that Brian and his embattled parents, Chris and Roberta Laundrie, were staying at waterfront campsite number one. The campsite was reserved from September 6th to the 8th by Roberta Laundrie. Records show. What makes the camping trip so strange is that at the time, Gabby was still missing, and her parents were desperately anxious to find out what had happened to her. They say they pleaded to Brian's family for any information and got nothing. Dog the Bounty Hunter is scathing about the camping trip. If one of my kids came home and said, Dad, I just murdered my girlfriend, for me to say, well, let's go fishing and camping. I mean, there's something absolutely wrong here. The Laundries drove to the campsite in this red Dodge pickup. Brock, where you been, 
Gabby and Laundry stayed at the Fort DeSoto campground last February. Ironically, they posed for this photo behind bars at the abandoned fort. Gabby enjoyed the trip, playfully posting, raccoons stole all our marshmallows and hot dog buns. Brian's parents denied they helped him evade police. Meantime, authorities in North Carolina say they've received a half dozen tips that Brian is hiding in that state's mountain region. But the sheriff's department says the leads were, quote, not fruitful. The pandemic has really been hard on restaurants. They've had a heck of a time finding help, and sometimes that makes service slow. And as Anne Cagliano reports, that's resulted in too many food service workers bearing the brunt of customers' anger. A surge in bad behavior at restaurants across the USA is leaving staff fed up. In Brooklyn, these guys reportedly started brawling when a cook asked a customer to stop hassling a woman. This woman in Ohio lost it at a McDonald's when, according to a report, they refused to make her a special slushie. Now some restaurant workers are reaching their breaking point. It's like really embarrassing because I'm like working and I'm like crying as I'm working, but like I can't, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't take it. This video from a young Starbucks employee at the end of her rope is going viral today. For every like one person that's understanding and has patience and is like kind, there's like five other people who are not and are really mean. And this young woman pleads for help as the orders pile up. Many restaurant owners are posting signs like this, pleading with the public to be kind. The rise in bad behavior is said to be due to frustration over mask and vaccine requirements and slower service. As restaurant staff quit in droves in the month of June alone, 722,000 food service employees walked off the job. And nationwide, there are 1.4 million job openings in restaurants and hotels. It's a tough industry. You're working nights, weekends, holidays. You're on your feet. You're dealing with the public. And a lot of restaurant workers have now been put in the middle of not only the public health situation, but also the culture wars. It's happening everywhere, from high-end restaurants to this Manhattan burger joint, where the staff say they've had to become bouncers as well as serve burgers. I feel like we need a bodyguard outside. Waitress Danny Amigon says she has a message for her customers. I just want them to be nice and understanding that we're just going through so much right now. And in the meantime, the COVID numbers are really grim in this country. Yesterday, 2,543 people died from the virus. Other news today to this man's neighbors. He's a hero. He captured an alligator that was terrorizing the community and he did it using a garbage can. An angry alligator faces off with a dad. His only defense, a trash can. The gator hisses as he's cornered by the fearless homeowner. Onlookers can't believe what they're seeing. Then, the decisive moment. The gator is going nuts, thrashing around. Mission accomplished. The gator is in the trash can and the lid is firmly down. The dad, an army vet, posted the video on Instagram saying, I got kids to protect. Inside Edition spoke to the dad, Eugene Bozzi, today. I was getting ready to play basketball. But uh, long story short, I seen the alligator. I didn't hesitate. Out goes the gator with the garbage. 
After the gator was in the can, Mr. Bozzi wheeled it about 400 yards to a pond and very carefully released it, and off it went. Now the latest tell-all book on the Trump administration. This time it's from a woman who advised both the then-president and first lady. Les Trent has details. Her revelations are shocking. Former White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham is coming out with a tell-all book. A new bombshell book from the inner circle of Donald Trump. Stephanie Grisham was Melania's chief of staff. She also served as President Trump's press secretary for nine months. Now she's spilling secrets in her new book, I'll take your questions now. She claims that Trump had a roving eye in the White House. Guys, we're done. He supposedly once demanded that an attractive press aide enter his cabin on Air Force One so he could look at her behind, according to Grisham. Grisham also claims Melania tried to make Trump jealous when she walked into his first State of the Union address with a handsome military aide. That was her way of getting revenge for Trump's alleged affair with Stormy Daniels. The Secret Service's nickname for Melania? Rapunzel. Why? Because she rarely left her tower, meaning the White House. And remember Melania's infamous, I really don't care, do you jacket? Grisham reveals that the president was furious. What the blank, he yelled at her, according to Grisham. We're also learning about a trick that White House aides allegedly used to calm Trump down from the brink of rage. They played Broadway show tunes. His favorite, Memory from Cats. The late night shows are getting a kick out of that revelation. It makes sense because Trump's presidency is exactly like cats. Awkward, bizarre, and no one had any idea what the hell was going on. President Trump's spokeswoman tells Inside Edition, Grisham is a disgruntled former employee, and the book is another pitiful attempt to cash in on the president's strength and sell lies about the Trump family. Stephanie Grisham will be here next week to talk about that bombshell book. It's a big day in court for Britney Spears as she hopes to finally put an end to the conservatorship that's controlled her life for the past 13 years. Jim Murray is at the courthouse. Free Britney! Free Britney! Drama at a Los Angeles courthouse today as the battle over Britney Spears comes to a head. Out here are supporters of the Free Britney movement who've been fighting for years to liberate the singer from her 13-year-long conservatorship. I definitely know that people are listening more. The rallies have been growing and growing, and we're not going to stop. We're going to free Britney. Today, her attorney argues for her father to be removed from the conservatorship immediately, claiming cruel and abusive behavior. A huge amount is at stake here today. Number one, will the dad be dumped now as conservator? Number two, will Britney ever have to have psychiatric evaluations in the future? And finally, should the conservatorship simply be ended? Both sides are braced for fireworks following the explosive New York Times documentary that claimed a security firm hired by Jamie Spears secretly bugged Britney's bedroom for years. Spears and the security firm have denied any wrongdoing. Attorney Mark Vincent Kaplan represents Britney's ex-husband, Kevin Federline. It seems outrageous and potentially criminal. Well, electronic eavesdropping uh, in California is a felony, so it would be criminal in that regard. 
Um, I think it would be outrageous whether it's legal or not. Variety senior correspondent Elizabeth Wagmeister says America is rooting for Britney. Now with all of the new reporting, the documentaries, there's been a lot of allegations exposed that paint a very dark picture of this conservatorship and the sentiment has really shifted to be 100% behind Britney. Hours before the court hearing, Britney's fiance, Sam Asghari, posted video of them on a midnight bike ride showing Britney in a joyful mood, perhaps anticipating victory at last. This is so cool! And after multiple pandemic delays, the first new James Bond movie in six years is here. James Bond is back. 007 star Daniel Craig was front and center at the London premiere of No Time to Die. Forget about a black tuxedo, he chose a pink velvet jacket. Bond girl Anna Diarmas was stunning in a deep V high slit gown by Louis Vuitton. She wears a similar gown in the film. The glamorous red carpet was something out of pre-pandemic days. Billie Eilish, who sings the latest theme song posed beside the film's villain, Rami Malek. And what's a 007 premiere without royalty? Kate Middleton's shimmering gold gown was an elegant homage to Princess Diana, who wore a similar metallic gown for the premiere of another Bond film, A View to a Kill, way back in 1985. It's been six years since the last Bond film, and the reviews are in. With his fifth movie as 007, Craig is so extraordinary, he leaves only scorched earth behind. And the Hollywood Reporter calls Craig's performance a devastating closing act of his fifth and final appearance. No Time to Die opens October 8th. Next, Monica Lewinsky, back in the headlines with a TV series about the Clinton impeachment. This woman says Monica had an affair with her husband. He was Monica's high school teacher. Monica Lewinsky wasn't just having an affair with your husband, but was having an affair with the president of the United States. And primetime prices right. Inside Edition, come on down. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. The FX series Impeachment American Crime Story dramatizes Monica Lewinsky's affair with President Clinton. But it was not Ms. Lewinsky's first affair with a married man. Lisa Guerrero explains. Monica Lewinsky is back in the spotlight. As her story is being told in the new miniseries on FX. Mr. President, do you know a woman named Monica Lewinsky? This woman is coming forward to tell another story. How Monica's affair with Bill Clinton was not her first relationship with a married man. Monica Lewinsky wasn't just having an affair with your husband, but was having an affair with the president of the United States. Ah, uh, yeah. Kate Nason found out she was connected to one of the biggest scandals in political history from her mother. My mother said that she was reading the L.A. Times that said that the president of the United States was having an affair with a White House intern. And 
I said, so? And she said, honey, the intern is Monica. Kate's husband was a teacher named Andy Blyler. Andy did have an affair um, with Monica. In 1998, uh, in Kate suffered the humiliation of appearing at a press uh, conference with her husband when he admitted last. everything. She calls it her stand by your man moment. You can actually see her mouth the words, I love you. Well, you know, that's probably the moment I regret ever walking out on that front porch. Andy was Monica's high school drama teacher in Los Angeles. The affair started when she was in college. Monica even babysat for the Blylers. In her new book, Everything is Perfect, Kate says the affair started when Monica was 19 and lasted five years. Kate divorced Andy in 1999. How did you handle that? Well, um, as I write in my book, I broke a lot of dishes. I allowed myself to feel all the rage. Did she ever apologize to you? Years later, I did get an, a, a letter apologizing, yes. Did you forgive her? Yes. She was young, good for her for telling her story. I am just here to tell mine. And if you'd like to read an excerpt from Kate Nelson's memoir, just come to InsideEdition.com. When we come back, The Price is Right goes prime time. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. A prime time price is right. Inside Edition, come on down! Inside Edition went behind the scenes at the Price is Right for their big two-hour primetime 50th anniversary special. Contestants playing fan favorites like Plinko and Hole-in-One for the chance at winning special prizes worthy of 50 years on the air. Host Drew Carey says he loves seeing the joy the show brings to generations of people. One thing I love about this show is when regular people have a real chance of winning something really expensive and cool. And The Price is Right would be nothing without former host Bob Barker, who retired back in 2007. Model Rachel Reynolds remembers fondly working with the legendary host. He had such great chemistry with the audience and the, the, the people that came up on stage. It was just fun to watch him. It was, it was a real joy to, to watch him in action. Price is Right, here's to the next 50 years. Up next, Reunited. Finally today, hug time. It's a teary reunion for these 10-year-old best friends. They haven't seen each other for six months due to the pandemic. They pinch themselves to make sure it's really happening. It's a dream come true. And on that happy note, thank you for watching.
If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.